0: Northeast Pennsylvania, welcome to the Rob O'Donnell Show on W.I.L.K. News Radio. 103.1 FM, 910, 980 AM or anywhere in the nation on the Odyssey app. You can also catch us anywhere you get your favorite podcast. Just search the Rob O'Donnell Show. Well, it's uh, almost 309 here on this Wednesday, January 10th, 2024. Let's see what the temperature is here north of 39 degrees. Cloudy outside, but not as bad as it could be. Not as bad as it's been. The Rob O'Donnell Show is brought to you by Road Scholar Transport. You have unique shipping needs, and Road Scholar has unique shipping solutions. Dry van, temperature-controlled, and high security are just a few. Visit roadscholar.com. I normally don't take guests this early in the show, but I have to bring on my next guest, good friend, New York State Assemblyman Mike Riley in New York. Um, Mike, you have this issue in New York City where they moved a couple— 100 students, almost 2,000 students, to house 2,000 migrants in their high school. Uh, give us a little of what's going on in New York City with this move.
1: Hey, Rob, thanks for having me, and uh, great to talk to you, pal. Uh, yeah, it's really, uh, we're upside down here in uh, in New York City. Uh, we have uh, a tent city that was established at Floyd, Floyd Bennett Field in Brooklyn, uh, housing uh, upwards of 2,000 migrants. Uh, they were warned by not only members of the state uh, legislature but also New York City Council uh, that represent the area that uh, this was a bad location. It uh, floods. It's uh, really not uh, suitable for people to be uh, living there uh, in tents. And now with this storm that we had, uh, they actually relocated those migrants to uh, James Madison High School. Uh, and a last-minute effort uh, by the city, they uh, had numerous days ahead to, to think about where to put uh, the people that they needed to sh- relocate from Floyd Bennett Field. Uh, but they chose James Madison High School, and James Madison High School has approximately 2,000 uh, students. Uh, the families in the community found out uh, the af- yesterday afternoon as they did an early dismissal. Uh, of the students, so they can prepare uh, to relocate those migrants to James Madison High School, uh, and then on the other, on the flip side of that, uh, they had the migrants up at four o'clock in the morning uh, to to move them out of the school, uh, so that after school activities can resume today, and then students can return uh, to in-person learning uh, tomorrow. Uh, you think about that in all aspects; uh, it's just inhumane. Uh, it really is uh, something that the city, uh, unfortunately, has uh, has uh, put themselves in.
0: Yeah, and this was done both times, moving them in and now, like you said, moving them out under the cloak of darkness. They used school buses to move the migrants both in and out. They're using this school here. Now you say, I, I saw the reports that these the high school students will be back into in-person learning tomorrow. What protocols are they taking for these buses and, and these, these um and these, uh, the, the school itself, I mean, if any time a school is open to just parents, um, you know, it's, it's a secured facility, parents have to be signed in with a driver's license, you have to be, you know, show proof that you belong in the school, and here they flooded it in with, with thousands of migrants taking buses and stuff, are they cleaning these facilities, are they searching these facilities for anything that may be left behind, what kind of precautions are they taking for our students, I mean, And this, I would say this for anyone, if you were housing anyone there, um, you know, for the safety of students, health-wise, safety-wise, for whatever contraband, what are they doing?
1: Yeah, absolutely. That was something—today we held a rally outside. uh, One of my colleagues, uh, some of them, Michael Novikoff, uh, who uh, represents a portion of Brooklyn— and it was it was a bipartisan effort because we had Assemblymember Jamie uh, Williams there as well, who actually represents the area where Floyd Bennett Field is. And we had uh, this parent, uh, and Jamie Williams is also a parent of a Madison High School student, uh, a, a Madison uh, High School student. And she, she raised this issue uh, along with another parent uh, where we're not getting that information from the city. Uh, they're not telling us the protocols that are going to be in place to ensure that uh, – There is no contraband left behind that can be dangerous to the students. Uh, There is no uh, conversation about uh, what cleaning protocols are going to take place. You think about it. If you had that many people sleeping there overnight, there there definitely has to be some sanitary uh, inspection done. Uh, There is no way that – uh, it's not going to be a mess. It's not going to have some uh, dirt around. It's not going to it's going to be unclean, right? And uh, so there has to be some protocols in place. And I, that was one of my questions to the city yesterday. Uh, when I found out about it, it was like, cause what what are we going to do to ensure that it's ready for the students' return? And it was silence. The silence was deafening. And I think that's the problem here. You, you called it under the cover of darkness, and, and their, their silence is just making people, the, the, the people of New York City, not trust them. And you cannot – when you lose the trust of your community, that is uh, the epitome of going down a hole that you will never get out of.
0: Yeah, and if it wasn't for a parent last night out in the rain with her camera taking video of this who was given a hard time standing in public in front of a public building and public school buses taking video of this happening, which kind of went wildfire in the media, and then elected officials like yourself and parents and members of the community coming out today, this just would have been done. Yeah.
1: Yeah, and you know, one of the things that I raised today— uh, to the media and and uh, to the the people who attended the rally, it's James Madison High School today. It's Thomas Jefferson High School tomorrow. It's Tottenville High School in my district the day after. When does it end?
0: Or so, sco- or they... a school district in Scranton, Pennsylvania.
1: Exactly, exactly. And see, in New York, in New York, uh, last in, a couple of months ago, I introduced legislation that would prevent schools and any facilities that are used for daycare of persons under 18 years old could not be used to house migrants, to not, cannot be used as a shelter for migrants. And I think that's a reasonable thing uh, because this clearly, the, the what's happened over the last day and a half has really uh, highlighted why that's an issue and why we have to be able to protect our schools uh, and make sure that they're accessible. You know. We, we talk about having compassion. We talk about having empathy. Of course, we're, we're, we're compassionate people, right? And we want to make sure we take care of people. But think about it this way. Now, we moved 2,000. New York City moved 2,000 migrants from Floyd Bennett Field, and they took the students out of James Madison High School. James Madison High School is a Title I school, meaning that the majority of the students that attend there are probably on public assistance they need they qualify for free lunch so we're picking and choosing those in our community that we are going to help that's and to boot we did it to people that are taxpayers that work in our community their kids go to that school and And, now that's who suffers
0: yeah and you, you talked about just the last day and a half let's just go back the past five days where up in randalls island they took away children's soccer fields for the same type of camp where there was just a murder and so Mm -hmm. to to say that um there's not a danger to say that you're targeting migrants for saying okay let's clean and make sure we check to school for weapons or any contraband or anything there no because there's a there was another tent facility set up the same exact one that was same site type one that was set up in floyd bennett field in randalls island and uh you know, you just had a murder there. So obviously, weapons are getting into these ten cities. Obviously, there's an issue going on where there can be a murder. So you know here's two cases across the city, one on the the Bronx, Manhattan, Queens, right in the middle there, under the what they used to call the Triborough Bridge. I don't know even know what they call it yeah. now. <laughs> um, and then you have this this one in Brooklyn. The, the Floyd Bennett Field. And, and to to bring that to people who are listening now, I've talked about it here before. This is a facility where the governor, you know, because the, the feds run and own parts of Floyd Bennett Field, and they wanted to charge an extraordinary amount of money to ha- put migrants there when it's their problem they're here to begin with. It's their fault. It's their incompetence that they're here to begin with. And there was a negotiated settlement. But one of the things there were you cannot put spikes in the ground because, you know, it used to be an airfield It is paved. There's a lot of it there. But one of the one of the caveats, I guess, was, you know, they couldn't stake down these tents. They had to be weighed down with the storm, the flooding, and the winds you got caused this issue.
1: Yeah, yeah. And, you know, you, you hit the nail on the head there, right? This is a f- the federal government has failed to act, and, and this is a continuing problem. Uh, and this isn't like it snuck up on us, right? This has been happening for two years now. You know, there has to be a point where we say enough is enough.
0: And and hold the administrative accountable. I mean, you, you have the governor, Kathy Hochul, you have the mayor, Mayor Adams, saying things, saying this is unsustainable, but they're both still a sanctuary city and a sanctuary well, state.
1: You know, Rob, I'm glad you said that because I highlighted this today uh, when I was talking to some people. You know, Sanctuary City is a great feeling word right you feel good about saying sanctuary city because we're protecting everyone right the problem is words have true meaning and what we saw today how having a sanctuary city how it's going to impact the services that we do for our new yorkers for our students this is the reality of sanctuary city you know pie in the sky reality isn't really going to help anyone and it's time that Mayor Adams comes out and says, you know, Sanctuary City isn't working. Talk to the city council that passed it, uh, a, a law back in 2017 saying that, yes, we're, we're identifying as a sanctuary city. You know, all those people that elected those in the city, in the city council now, remember that. Remember that. Those in, those in the area where James Madison High School is. Remember who voted to be a sanctuary city, and now you're paying the consequence for it. You know, another part was the right to shelter law that we have, uh, all because of the Callahan case. It was a lawsuit where it mandated that New Yorkers had to homeless New Yorkers had to be able to get shelter, and New York City had to provide it. And there's some debate on whether it's a state issue, whether the state should also have the uh, the requirement. Uh, under Callahan, but you know what, Mayor Adams right now is trying to get that right to shelter law changed in the courts. Right, the sad reality is, we already did that in Staten Island. We sued when St. John's Villa was used as a shelter, as a migrant shelter. We sued and we won, and they said you cannot use that facility. And to to for to to expand on that. Judge Ozzie actually put out in his decision that the right to shelter law was meant for resident, legal residents of New York State and New York City, not those of the world that are just coming here. Now, and you think about that, Mayor Adams and his administration appealed that ruling, and now they're back in court trying to get it changed.
0: And what's ironic here is this being a high school that was used as a shelter and, and r- removed kids to do remote learning, you also have the teachers' union in New York suing about these evictions after 60 days to ke- to, to extend it.
1: Yeah, it's it's just it, – I said it at the beginning. We are just upside down. We really what,
0: are. What, what – uh... What actions in Albany are being taken, uh, because this is truly unsustainable, not just this situation, but just the influx of illegal migrants on our health care system, on our, I mean, the the percentage of cuts for every department in New York City, it's going to spread to other surrounding counties and the state as a whole. What actions are being taken in Albany, Mike?
1: Well, yesterday we had the State of the State uh, address delivered by Governor Hochul. And believe it or not, when when she got to speak about the migrant crisis, She said, oh, we're not going to talk about that today. We're going to talk about it next week when I give my budget uh, proposals. So you had the prime opportunity to set the vision for the state, at your state of the state, and the biggest issue that's impacting New York City, which is half the population of the state and which could also move throughout the state, you refused to address. But now you're going to talk about it at the budget presentation that you're going to give so in other words you're going to throw money at the problem instead of actual real solutions
0: that seems to be the the norm and until it it just finally it's unsustainable so it's going to hit that wall sooner or later again we're speaking to new york state assemblyman mike riley mike thanks for the update of what's going on in new york i tell the people here in northeast pennsylvania all along we're only two hours away this is joe biden's childhood hometown um i wouldn't be surprised if it starts knocking on our doorstep here anytime soon
1: so true. So true. Rob, thank you so much.
0: Thank you, Mike. Hope you guys uh All right. hope you guys get some action there in New York State. Thank you. Thank, thank you. you. My friend. Be
1: safe, my friend.
0: It's uh three twenty three here at W I L K. We'll be back with the Rob O'Donnell show in just a minute.